Welcome to another live sales coaching session. Today we have Christoph from Wapi. Christoph, welcome to the to the micro coaching here. So you maybe you explain very quickly what you do and then ask your question. I'm Michael. Um, so I'm I'm Christoph. I'm one of the co-founders of Wapi. Uh, we are uh, an HR platform to unleash people within organizations. And my question for you today is about uh, reaching can I, out. Can I immediately interrupt you? Yes. Unleash people with organization. Unleash what? Unleash the internal uh, skills within the organization and making sure basically that people are able to grow within the organization by making the skills visible, by yeah. having objectives focused on growth and by providing feedback to each other. Yeah. So it's clearly that your unleash needs a bit of more you need to add a few words so it becomes very, very clear what you do. Now, I'm really sorry, but that's how it goes today. So <laughs> tell me, somebody, somebody's got to pay for the weekend, right? It's going to be you. No, no, <laughs> seriously. So ask me your question. So uh, what I often notice is when I reach out to, uh, to leads, that uh, they tell me, okay, it seems interesting. Um, I, I love the concept, but the timing is not right. And we will do an RFP within six months or I'm, I'm currently very busy or now certainly it's the, the summer holiday. Can you reach out after the summer? And I'm wondering, is, is it best to just wait until after the summer because it doesn't feel right? Or are there ways to approach these leads uh, in a way that you, you being kept uh, top of mind for them? Yeah, so that's one of the big issues with sales. We don't like to wait, we like to close. But you know, in live there are three, huh? you're either too early, you're on time, which you're not, or you're too late, which you're not in this case. So that that's good. That's one. And two, they already tell you very friendly, wait, which most of our prospects don't do. They don't, they, they'll, they'll go like, yeah, yeah, send me a quote or let, I mean, they'll keep you busy. So the fact that they ask is good because it means you touch the nerve. Now the big question, the, the thing, rather you gotta, you gotta, be careful with is they ask you to back off so go easy but you gotta stay in touch so what i would do is a technique called be guilting which basically means i'll leave them alone for five six weeks and i put somewhere in my agenda send them something and send them something would mean like a little email or a whatsapp or or another call i i don't want to i don't want to waste their time on a call i want to keep it like low touch and I'll send them something like, hey, I've been thinking about you or I've, I've come across this. This might be interesting for you. So it cannot be sales. Fundamentally, it cannot be sales. And it needs to have some piece of value. Now, value is very large. V value could mean I have met somebody that you know too or we were just chatting about you. That's typically what I do on LinkedIn or this guy or girl mentioned you or here is a screenshot from something I saw. I think that can help you. If you don't have anything of that, I tend to make my own material. I'll make something specifically for several of these people because, I mean, at the end, you're selling the same solution so you know what the value is. And I'll probably make like a two, three page or I'll do a webinar or I'll do something to create what they call a compelling event. Something needs to happen so that they start moving. So oh. I'll do it the first time after six weeks and then I'll actually, I'll probably do it again after seven, eight weeks. I kind of balance that. And, and I've learned most of the time they come eventually, but you got to pace yourself. And if you put too much pressure on them, they'll, they'll hate you forever. So that is if they do not have an RFP. If, they, if you know there's going to be an RFP, I would still kind of reach out from time to time. And I would kind of suggest to, to, to send them stuff that they could use 
to shortcut the RFP process. I would say, hey, we've just received an RFP from X or Y, or mm -hmm. hey, we've just sent this to that company. This might help you make your RFP. So again, fundamentally value-based, long-term-based, so not short-term. Last but not least, about, let's say, two months before the RFP, I would literally pick up the phone and I would say, hey, uh, what's the status of the RFP? I would just ask. I think too, too many, if you think about closing and all of that, we should sometimes just need to ask the question, what are you thinking? Can I help you and all of that? I just wanted to double check. And that I would do physically, like phoning, so they have to answer, or I would dare to show up. In the old days, you could do receptions and events and all of that. If you don't have that, showing up is going to be weird. Because if, hey, we have this guy at the reception, right? there's a hardcore, I wouldn't do that. But I would try and phone, I would try and get through. Mm -hmm. If that really doesn't work, you just ping them and say, hey, I've been trying to reach you. What could also work, and this is a bit uh, more creative, and you know what they say, the creative will make the difference in reaching somebody. You could send them a personalized video and say, I was thinking about you and there are two things that I want to up and you're off and you basically explain it and, and by you sending that and I would probably not do it on email, I'll probably would do it via LinkedIn or some type of channel where there is not too much messaging. I think that could work really well because I haven't seen that a lot yet. And in your case, especially it's HR, it's human, it's people, uh, I, would, I would probably do that. Okay, no, that's, uh, is, that's... Is that something you've been doing or trying or... or, or because RFPs is something very special because there are many stakeholders and they need to go. So the, the, the trick is, on another level, I would never answer an RFP that I have not influenced. I, in my life, I got too many RFPs and I got oh, entire sales teams busy writing, I mean, answering RFPs. And then I asked, where do they come from? Oh, we got an email. Yeah, but then you are what they say, column fodder, right? You're just there for a price. I, I don't do that. And, and by the way, sometimes just phoning them up and saying, I'm not going to answer your RFP works really well because they'll go, oh, why not? Well, tell me more. You're just sending this. How do you see? You got you to gotta be very careful with RFPs. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we've been uh, working with the, the material that we had from, uh, from, from other customers where we really feel that, okay, this is where we deliver the value. We have been uh, um, yeah, reworking that material a bit and sharing it. And we see there, yeah. we get a lot of positive uh, reactions on it. Yeah. Um, so that's already something that we do and that we, that we also share proactively with them if, if we feel that it's a need based on their LinkedIn activity, for example. Um, proactively uh, influencing RFPs, that's not something we have done already. Yeah. So that's something you, especially when you grow to a certain scale, it is what it is because the amounts will grow, you'll, uh, you'll have RFPs. One of the interesting types of content you could make is talking about the future or the things that need to come and what does that mean for your system. And you kind of do it generically, mm -hmm. but you're basically injecting all your features from a problem, you, you turn it around. Yeah. And that makes it very interesting because then if they write an RFP, they'll, they'll, they'll put in stuff like, oh, and it also needs to be able to do that and that and that and that. And then you actually come into the picture. And you could do that in uh, like mini guides, very small booklets. You could do like uh, the, the typical infographic. I, it kind of works, but it's sometimes too light. If it's too playful, it doesn't work. Uh, or maybe even two, three slides, don't, don't overdo it. But just... Yeah. Keep feeding, but don't push. Yeah, okay. Well, that's uh, some great tips and some things that I can already start thinking about and, uh, and putting into practice. So uh, 
Thanks a lot. Thanks, Christoph. I promise to keep this light and short, so I'm going to press the button. If you have another question, you know where to find me. All right. Thanks a lot, Michael. Thank you. Bye. Oh.